You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, welcome in, guys. Um, this welcome in, yeah, welcome in. We got Bobby at the garden. Um, no charade tonight. Um, crappy loss. Um, crappy loss. Good crappy game. Loss. Fun, fun game. I would say for the most part. I mean, entertaining. Uh, I'm just retweeting right now the link to our show. No big deal. Celtics on CLNS. Everybody, if you're not following. Celtics CLNS, actually. That's the Twitter account. There you go. Good job, Jim. Hey! They're back under, five, back under 500 again. Back under 500. Um, this was a loss. <sighs> this was a what I like to call a well-earned loss. They blew this game. They earned this loss in the last final minutes of the game. I thought that they played well enough to win, obviously. Uh, I like their compete tonight. And just let Embiid take over down the stretch. And that sloppy Inbound. I mean, I'm not going to blame the loss on Marcus Smart's inbounds, obviously, because they were down three at the time. But man, you had a chance to tie that game up there at the end, and I just, I didn't like that pass. I don't. I mean, I saw Tatum kind of waiting for the ball, and you had almost four seconds to get a shot off. Um, I would have probably just done that, you know, instead of the uh, do the, the, hail, do the, the hail do Mary. The, yeah, do pass. the thing where you don't throw it into triple coverage. Yeah, Sorry. I would have probably not done <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, like a bad football play. Jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Brady. But I mean, Story of the game really just comes down to the last few minutes. Celtics, uh, uh, it was an 18-6 to run over the final 340 with a little over four minutes to go. Celtics take a 97-90 lead. Put the freaking ha- Think about ha- that. Put the hammer down, guys. It's a seven-point lead with four minutes to go. Put the hammer down. Right. Nope. Seven-point lead, you have your two best players in the game. There's no excuse. And that, I know you've got that. problems and you're down bigs tonight. No, but still, uh, well, it's a disappointing Williams, loss. Like you, yeah, yeah dude, you said it best. The wrong damn right, like having cancer at the end of the game obviously isn't ideal. But it's at the not same ideal. time, you had a seven-point lead in the fourth quarter. Like, I get it. Thibel's out there. I know Joel Embiid is, you know, he's a tough – down the stretch, he's that guy that you that, that can that can do what he did. But still, like, just execution-wise, it was just poor. And you look at it, an opportunity for someone like Peyton Pritchard, and it's like – Come on, man! Like those are the games that Celtics usually win when the when the, when the unsung hero comes up big down the stretch, a big three. What was it? Three straight possessions. He knocked down three shots. I mean, this is the kind of game we were looking for out of like a Nee Smith or like a, a Romeo and Pritchard. You get it from Pritchard. You get it against well, a, a short-handed <laughs> Sixers team, and you don't capitalize, man. Like it's I don't know. This so is a, this that's kind of disappointing. Disappointing loss in my opinion. Because <laughs> that's kind of what very, I'm going to talk about. Very winnable game. Yeah. Uh, totally, Pritchard. Pritchard didn't necessarily need to come out of that game. No, I didn't hate that. 
Yeah. Uh, Pritchard was, you know, Pritchard was great here. Wait, what are you alluding um, to? Are you saying some someone no, to, get out of, to get cancer out of that lineup, or what do you mean? I, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out exactly where it happened. Um, uh, but to me, when they took uh, him out, where was it? Pritchard. Pritchard was phenomenal there in the fourth quarter. Oh, you mean when they took him out, like down the stretch? Yeah. What time did he come out there in the game? Uh, I want to say oh, under two minutes after that run. He didn't finish the game for sure, right? No, no. he didn't finish the game. He didn't finish the game. Yeah. Um, he came back in late. I'm trying to remember where he went out. They were playing great with him in there. Yeah, I think I almost got it. Hold on. Are you looking for the time Langford. he left the game? Langford came in with under two minutes ago. That's when he came out. Yeah. Uh, that was rough. Pritchard, Pritchard was great um, and, and was doing a good job there as the ball handler. Um, but, yeah, they just friggin' fell asleep there on offense down the stretch. Uh, there was nothing doing anymore. Kind of driving into the trees uh, a little bit. Uh, just kind of ugly, ugly, ugly execution. I know people yeah. are saying hurt and this and that. You know, and like, oh, if this guy played, if this guy played. I mean, the Sixers played with like six guys. You know, like it was, you know, it's pretty right. ugly. It's a pretty ugly game for 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 both sides. Everyone, everyone's shorthanded down the stretch here. Um, but, but yeah, Pritchard came out with two minutes left. I I, I kind of questioned that. I was trying to remember the exact time. I thought it was a little bit earlier than that. Yeah, they were going defense. I, I can see what you. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I it, but... I thought it was earlier. I thought it coincided more with the Sixers run a little earlier. No, than it was right like right under the two, two minute mark. Because I was just, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a tough, a tough spot. You you want to go defense there, especially you know against this team. Danny Green. I mean, you got to give him credit. That was that was a huge three. Like, like that one. But I know. But we talked about this. Like defense is good, but you're going to make defensive substitutions and then not play good defense and give up 18 points in the final three and a half right. minutes. Then that was a bust of a substitution uh, or whatever uh, lineups you decided to play there. And and Jimmy and I go over this over and over and over again, uh, particularly with Bobby. Like offense and defense are the same thing in the sense that. Good offense is the same thing as good defense because it's all points. You know, like you give up two points, you you prevent two points. Like mm-hmm. not scoring is bad. It's the same thing as giving up baskets. So like, right. <laughs> I don't, you know, like <laughs> when you right. just when you just stop scoring, it's hard to win. You know, you're yeah. just standing still and the other team just runs by you. And then so, you're I mean, the you're looking you put at in the your clock. defensive lineup right. and you go and they give up an 18 to six run, you know? Oh, God, it kills me. Especially because these guys, like, these are the ones that will come up with huge stops down the stretch when they need it. And that's exactly what happened. Like, man, the, the yeah. die bull play, Danny Green, you know, like, they could score in a hurry. And obviously they did, but I don't know. You look you look at the way the Celtics executed down the stretch offensively, and it's just like they were already shell-shocked from, from, what, from what happened. It was almost like I, I couldn't see them executing, you know, especially when – you needed it to be a, you know, you needed that last play down the stretch, and then all of a sudden it's it's a four point game, two possession game, and you just thought they were they were defeated with no timeouts. Yeah, yeah. Thirty from Brown tonight. Brown is that a real? Team. Is that a real thirty, John? Or are you are you still disappointed in? in no, no, no. He's just sloppy. I mean, he still is. He still can do things. I mean, he's still got. I mean, the shot started falling a little bit more in the second half. He's still going to the basket. Um, mm-hmm. The the handle is like really, really, really sloppy right now. 
Um, and he's doing that thing where he kind of drives into nowhere and hopes for the best um, yeah. and just kind of jumps. And then either there's a person in his way or he scores or he tries to turn it or he turns it over. Um, you know, he's definitely got a few of those things. Um, so I'm not down. I mean, without him, they'd be, they would have been doomed tonight. They, they needed his offense. Right. Yeah. No, it's good, uh, to see him, it's good to see him being a, more aggressive. I mean, that, I, I'm always looking to see if he's, like, favoring the hamstring or anything. I don't really see that out there. I mean, I know, like, like you said, the ball handling and some sloppiness. But that's kind of always been part of, his, part of his game. I mean, he's never been a great – I know he's become a much better ball handler than he was when he entered the NBA. But it's never been a strong part of his game. Um, so maybe that's something that's going to come, come back again um, at another point. But, yeah. I don't know, to but, me, it comes down to execution down the stretch and lack of execution. You're at home. I don't care how sure-handed you are. You've got Tatum and Brown out there, and you have a seven-point lead. Like you gotta, you gotta close that one out. You just have to figure out a way to close that one out. Yeah, against Bobby, a rival. Uh, yeah, Bobby, you're in there. Uh, we were hey, Bobby. Little... Yeah. Hello. Uh, what do you got, kiddo? What's what's your what's your what's your what's your first take? Yeah, it's, I, gonna, I it's gonna be Ennis Cantor, right? That was Freedom. a nice takeaway. You, you hear slow rotations, and that's sort of pointing toward the big man there. <clears throat> they, they gave up a lot of shots off of Embiid, though. The extra pressure coming in, Sixers swung the ball around. You can't be too mad at that. In fact, Ime, too, said he thought they guarded Embiid okay for most of this game, and those were some really tough shots he hit in crunch time there, 40 minutes into this game. So I'm not terribly down on this loss. I thought the defense was good for most of the game. I thought the offense was... Pretty good for three and a half quarters, despite missing a ton of shots. The ball was whipping around. Tatum had a good assist game. Sloppy. The turnovers were certainly there, and I know you're going to get on Brown, John. But listen, it's process over results with these two guys right now, and we're really just trying to get a week or two into this first experiment with Brown on the ball in crunch time, making more plays. I like that they gave him that opportunity in a game like this, shorthanded, just kind of a – I don't want to call it a throwaway game, but just a wacky one where both teams a are throwaway missing throwaway game? Guys. What? Listen, you're coming in Probably here both. lead in the fourth quarter. Late in the fourth. So would you rather Brown just never get that opportunity to run the offense down the stretch there? Like, I, I think that's a good opportunity that they gave him. It didn't work, but you're seeing the highs and lows right now. And I'm, I'm liking a lot of the stuff Brown's doing on the ball the last week or two here. Listen, it's not high-level stuff. I'm not saying he's Chris Paul, but – if they have a goal to make him more of a playmaker, they have to give him the opportunity to do it. And they did here tonight. I don't need Jalen Brown to be the uh, ball, primary ball handler playmaker. Yeah, why, why, are we, yeah, why are we doing this thing why, where – Why, we why do we need that? I don't know. And we try to completely well, change I think what Bobby's trying to say. We try to do say, it with Kemba Walker. We try... No, I think what Bobby's trying Bobby to say was the way that they were they were defending Tatum. It, it made things hard for him, right? And what do you have, like five turnovers in this one? Or, you know, he he has six, yeah. Six, right? So I can see where you I can see you coming with that. Like I thought it freed up Jalen a lot for him to drop a quiet thirty, as, as Jimmy was alluding to earlier. You know? Yeah, yeah, and a lot of times on the ball he's going to be looking for his own shot, which is fine. Um, right. It got a little messy there. That last turnover, I think it was a one possession game at that point where he slid his foot on the travel. That yeah. one was really rough. That was a killer. Uh, the other one, he just kind of got stripped. The game was getting away at that point. Uh, so. Both of them a little messy on the ball. I thought they got guys involved, though, throughout most of this one. Uh, both of them had decent scoring games against a tough defensive combo with Thibault and Embiid in the middle four blocks. This is a team you really can't get downhill against. Uh, so, listen, I'm I'm not 
it was a tough collapse for sure. You had a pretty commanding lead late in this one. But the best player on the floor came out and hit three ginormous shots and sunk a bunch of free throws just going at your guy inside down the stretch. There's really not much you could have done about that. Maybe convert more on the offensive end, but it still would have been close down the stretch. Right. <clears throat> I think we lost what about your, Bobby, what about your guy Pritchard not getting the call late in the game? <sighs> Which one was that? No, he means he means the fact that they uh, didn't. Oh, they, they sat him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's been a thing with Ime. He's pretty rigid with the rotations. Um, I thought Bruno showed some good stuff early in this game too. Yeah, he well, never he really did. gave him another chance. I forgot about Bruno. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, Those were two guys that, and that gave was you some. Bruno. That gave you some real solid minutes off the what bench was it, in this 57? one. Listen, like, didn't they do that with Josh Richardson last game? Like, he got going. You inserted him in the uh, rotation down the stretch there and let him keep rolling. And Pritchard was red hot, not only on offense to start the fourth quarter, hit those two yeah. big shots in the lane, dueling with Curry there. But he forced four turnovers on Joel Embiid. Help defense, passing yeah, lane. See, he was everywhere. If it isn't Joel Embiid, then maybe, maybe you see Bruno out there for a couple positions. No, I'm not worried about Bruno. I'm talking about Pritchard. Pritchard should no, have stayed no. in the game. Pritchard oh, should no, have no. stayed in the game. Is was was my takeaway, Bobby? I I was I was curious if you were going to go there. That's why I was asking. Well, I pulled well, it out of him. Yeah. yeah, I can I can take it or leave it with that one because at the end of the day, it was Embiid that you had to slow down. Or he was, was the, the catalyst, way. though. He was doing everything for you at that time. I, I think you need to lock down defensively, but at the same time, with I'm who Cantor? But that's the thing. I'm not going to try it out. Well, no, I thought what you, what Bobby was trying to say was that with, with Bruno, that he had you know three consecutive stops, and then he was gone. We didn't see him at all in the second half. So you know, if it's not someone, you know, if it's not Joel Embiid, then maybe you see Bruno out there a little bit, but not the rotations. The, the rotations, not, not the two between, minute, not the two minute mark. You know, the, rota Joel. the rotations were too rigid for a night where you really don't know what you had at all. Um, now I'm not saying they should have went to Justin Jackson. No, you got to play Myers. the hot hand. You got to uh, play. But yeah, you, you saw some really good stuff from Pritchard, and he held his own defensively. The defense was more impressive than the offense, which was more, a reason more than any other to keep rolling with that guy. Um, Schroeder was awful in this one. I know he was a game yes. time decision, but he was just a complete no show. Uh, you should have funneled more of those minutes to Pritchard the way it was going. And yeah, right now, that was it. Schroeder's not right. He looks he looks banged up. He doesn't look himself. Yeah, but when um, Pritchard got when and Pritchard, Pritchard got was going, going you didn't great. See Schroeder anymore though. So. You didn't. You didn't. Yeah. I'm sure you saw a mix of Langford, Neesmith midway through the fourth quarter. Um, they were okay. I thought overall the young guys gave you some good stuff in this one, and that was headlined by Pritchard. I just wish he could have found his way out there in crunch time, especially as a ball handler. This is where I think they've missed Pritchard so much. Is he a great facilitator, awesome passer? Certainly he cannot run the pick and roll yet at this point in his career, but he's a good ball handler. He secures the rock on the ball and spreads it around to guys. I mean, listen, that big three by Brown, I think it was the last big shot that the Celtics made in this game. Tatum going behind the back, Pritchard making the extra pass to Brown in that left corner. Pritchard's a ball mover. He, he gets the ball to different spots on the floor and finds guys from there. And I thought that's where he helped you most early last season. And they've missed it so much through throughout much of this year, not having him out there. Because it's the opposite of Schroeder, right? Schroeder's dribbling, rolling around, looking for a shot. <clears throat> Pritchard's just going to pop the ball, get in the lane, and just pass it to a guy. And he just constantly a, keeps yeah. the ball moving. Whatever it was yeah. you got out of Pritchard last year, you were seeing the best of it tonight, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. And so that's what bugs me. And I know it's only two minutes, and at that point it was a two-point game. I just don't get it. And again, Bobby, I, I kind of – I didn't take a shot at you. I might have taken a shot at you. Yeah, I um, think 
It was a jab. Maybe. Eh, not really, but I'd say well, you and I talk about this all the time. This he can't play defense. I'm like, I don't care if he can play offense. It's as it's the same thing. Like, see, you score four more points there down the stretch, or you keep them from you know from from getting bucket. Like, it's the same thing as keeping people from getting buckets. I don't know what was gained with Romeo in there for Pritchard at that two minute mark, and especially then take, and then putting Marcus back on the ball like. Um, it just didn't make sense there because Pritchard was a catalyst for your offense at that time, and he wasn't killing you. It's not like they're, it's not an Isaiah Thomas situation that they're hunting him on defense, you know. No, and you, you could hide him so easily. The six is much three, easier to hide. Yeah, six, Sixers had three scores in this one. You only had to worry about three guys. Bingo, so he can always... float. The whole put him game on, long. Put him on thigh ball, yeah. It didn't matter. You didn't have to worry unless they started posting up. But, I mean, again, that's that's about it. They, they tried to post him up, and Pritchard forced the yep. turnover in he that was spot. Good. Yep. And beat threw the ball out of bounds, and they won the challenge. I thought the officiating stunk in this one. It wasn't the story of the game, but I thought that killed the Celtics in many ways in this one. And Bede hopping in the lane uh, would have been his fifth turnover to start the fourth there. Uh, the offensive foul on Tatum was crap against Ibo there. They called the same one defensive against Ibo a few minutes later with Smart there. Um, thinking of the Neesmith charge in the lane that got called against him on the floater that he hit. That Bruno chase down block and transition. Oh, that's a secret from Bruno, the back-to-back. He didn't no. even like no argue contact. that. No contact at all. And then, I was surprised uh, Sh- he didn't make a bigger stink about that. Schroeder made a good block on Curry inside. So you had like six, seven really bad calls go against you in this one. Um, first game all year, I felt like you really got killed in that regard. Wasn't the reason they lost, but it was one of them. Uh, so listen, I'm just not completely down on this loss. I think the team's still making strides offensively. Defensively, they were great for stretches of this one. Um, you just had a MVP-level performance from we needed I more thought that was the only difference. We needed more PP. The original PP had to play more. Yeah, That's my Fast nickname P. for him. I'm going to call him PP. No, it's the P, It's the P Boston P Party. I that was always your name. <laughs> I forgot about that one, Jimmy. The, the Boston P Party is great. The Peep Show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, we got we got a flash of it tonight. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not yeah, I'm not so... completely agreeing with Bobby because I just can't get over the fact that they blew this game. So I'm not gonna like pump their tires and say you know silver lining and all this stuff. Um, bottom line is you get Tatum and Brown out there, they should win that game. You know you got to figure out a way to. They used to, I mean yeah, Embiid's gonna do his thing, but it's the it's the Curry. It's the type, you know. I it's, agree, it's, man. Those guys it's everybody else, you know. It's Tybal, it's um, or Tybal, it's um, what's his name there? I always blank on his name. Danny the, Green. Uh, no, not Danny Green. And, uh, hold on, hold on. There's only Harris. so many guys. Harris, Harris, Harris. <laughs> Macy. Harris had 25 Harris. points tonight. Yeah, I mean, big time those game. those are the guys you have to limit, and yeah. they didn't. Yeah, I thought I thought the rotations were so bad defensively off of Embiid when they did show doubles, and they didn't even slow Embiid all that much with those. Uh, you have to do it. There's no way around it. You just needed more active guys in the lane to be able to get out on guys. And listen, we we talked about this when you popped off for a second, John. They could have used a little more Bruno, right? Like just a little <laughs> bit more. I, I I'm all for <laughs> it. I got no problem. I, I for real. You I, after the whole Rob thing, you know. I'm on the Bruno train. I loved I've loved everything I've seen from Bruno. You don't you're not talking about playing this guy 25 minutes a game. I'm just simply saying the in a couple of months you'll be saying that. No, but the energy 
the energy he brings is is unreal. Like he's they gonna, didn't even give him a chance against Embiid. They shadowed uh, Embiid. And you're short-handed. Yeah, exactly. You're short-handed it, it is at the surprising. big position. I can't believe throughout the season we haven't seen a minute or two from him here and there. I, I'm really surprised by it. Oh, it's he's not it's the surprising. He's not the savior. You know, all right. The Garden Report post game show, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Just go to betonline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We've got it all going right now. You got basketball, hockey, NFL yeah. football, NCAA football, horses, MMA, golf. Is there still golf? If there isn't, there there's, will be. There's, there's, there's always golf. golf there's on. always some yeah. kind of golf. Props, live betting, all kinds of weird stuff. Out, outside of the sports realm, anything you want to, you know, place a bet on. Yep. BetOnline's got it. BetOnline.ag. Code CLNS50. 50% welcome bonus. Go check it out right now. And as always, make sure to gamble responsibly. You gave 40 minutes to freedom. You gave 40 minutes to freedom tonight. This is a guy that couldn't even find one minute for the first, like, 15 games or whatever it was. And now he's getting so 40. Too. Now he's getting 40 minutes and, and a guy like Fernando can't get 10. This is the story I mean, of and he's playing well out there. Like yeah, that's, that's I mean, listen. This is yeah, the story a little, a little of too much freedom. And I'm a I'm a freedom guy. <laughs> Even I know that was a little too much freedom. You know, you, I thought Jimmy would drop the line. I'm all for freedom, you know. But there's being free and then there's being freedom. But there's also <laughs> there's a cost to freedom. I mean, him I mean, being that's out there. Freedom. away from playing the whole thing. I can't, I can't do these puns. I can't call him this. I freedom isn't free. Freedom isn't free. I cannot play this game with this. His, oh, his, no, freedom it, isn't free. Come on, it's John. Gotta, gotta, it's a gang full of writers this here. Was, you know? This was a gift for announcers, this, yeah. this name change. Uh, he was He was <laughs> awful. The price I, I just, of free. The Celtics paid the price of freedom price, tonight. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. headline writers. Like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this stuff's almost too easy. If you oh missed the game God. when he free throw, yeah, that would have been the that would have been the headline. He the did. Price, <laughs> the price <laughs> of well, freedom. Not the game winning a, one. Yeah, he missed a huge yeah. one down the stretch. Some though, big ones. Listen, I think he defends Ennis. I think he defends Embiid. Okay, he keeps a body in front of him. He really bumps him. You see Embiid. Doesn't like going inside and posting him up at all. He's doing everything in a face-up uh, position against him. So, like, you like putting him beat in that spot. He just happened to beat you from it. All the other areas, though, still dropping offensive rebounds, throwing a pass right to Philly the other way, missing free throws. The butterfingers uh, kill me today. The butterfingers in the lane. Tatum threw a perfect pass to him. Yeah. But his, rebound, his, his rebounding is excellent. Um, but – you're right. He's just they were giving up offensive boards. He has to um he has to be able to collect the ball, make those little putbacks, make those little hooks, the occasional post up when he has a mismatch down there. You know who they could have used? You tonight? were counting on that more regularly in his first tour with Boston. You know, mm-hmm. he'd come in. How many times did he come in and get eight straight points? And you'd be like, Oh god, you're gonna love this that. one. Yeah. You're gonna love this one. You know who they could have used tonight? Cornette. Cornette. Luke Cornette. No, he's in Cleveland. What time? Twenty-one minutes Cleveland. in, we got we got our cornet. That is not your answer for Joel. He's he's in Cleveland with Taco, and you didn't have a second or what even a very big man here tonight. Think what about how depleted been. Cleveland must be. They've got like six, seven footers on their roster, and they had to find they had to take, pull Cornet out of Maine. This Cornet was a, going ham in Maine, man. This this G League free. Yeah, he was doing pretty so well, weird. man. 
Could you imagine, John, in baseball, just all the different teams picking from each other's minor leagues? Give me it's that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It is like, weird. So much, so much for a minor league system in the NBA. It's just a free-for-all. They're going yeah. – they're calling someone in Vegas right now and saying, who can you grab out of the locker room? Again, you're going to look at – Yeah, it needs to be more of a triple-A system. I agree. I mean, what's the point of having these – These you're supposed to – have players come the up. The whole main Celtics just got yeah. right. They're supposed to learn like the similar style as the team that they're the affiliate of, and then they all just get picked dry. Now you it's have to weird. piece together a whole new roster. I feel it's like weird. He may sort of sort sort of like took a shot out there before the uh, before the pregame. Remember, like, I I guarantee everyone yeah, was getting, yeah. getting snatched up. You know, I couldn't even get one of the, the guys. That well, really use it or lose it, though, man. I I'm not against these guys getting jobs. You're just you well, can't just bury a guy down there. That's right. the thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the players are fine with it because they don't give a they don't give a shit if they play with the Celtics like or whoever. They just want to get to the NBA. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, but it's I, a big opportunity for those guys. 500k, I think, for signing with a team for 10 days during the stretch. Uh, Isaiah and the like. It's just I listen. Christmas. I guaranteed when the Celtics signed Cornet. Remember, I said it was a great move. What, what was the word I used exactly? I, I don't know. It's embarrassing. It was a steal. Probably a way over exaggerating. I think I called it, it a steal because ginormous. Probably. No, I, I called Highway it a steal. Robbery, something like that. <laughs> Because I guaranteed at that time that he would find his way to play one game with the Celtics, just one. And this was the opportunity, but they lost him to Cleveland. I don't know what they were doing. They saw him play last year with the Celtics, and he played well. It's tough. They probably tried and failed, and there were probably more minutes for him in Cleveland or whatever. But I just don't like how that system was set up for this year. Give the affiliate team first priority on these guys. Yeah, there should be like a um, a bidding system. The Celtics should get... Write a first refusal, you know? Yeah. Or something like Kane. that. Kane just finished up at the podium. Who did? Pritchard. Uh, Payne, Payne Pritchard. Not Gary Payne. Huh. Payne Pritchard. Oh, I love Gary We Payne. missed a LinkedIn transition? Damn. Talking about jobs and games. Yeah. And, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, we can do it now. Oh, yeah. Boston Sports Beat. We could. I'm going to do, do this instead. You gotta move that. You gotta move that comment, bro. I know. Johnny, Johnny's gotta go. I, I got Brockton Wi-Fi right now. <laughs> I'm oh, on the phone Wi-Fi really? here. Let me know if you need oh, a hand. Oh, oh, okay. We're gonna talk about calm. <laughs> we're, we're pretty calm. When's the next game? Wednesday. Know, we're very play. calm. Here. Don't play no, Very calm. I'm not gonna play right now. Right. 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 Wednesday, Wednesday is home. <laughs> yep. Wednesday, Wednesday is Cleveland. You're very saying the. Top three team in the NBA. So right you now, will see Cornette yeah, on Wednesday. It's going to be tough. Oh, good call. Taco and Cornette revenge game. You will see Cornette. Bobby's going to definitely be at that game. He's going to be in the Cavs locker room, but he's going to be at that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Cornette reunion. But anyway, let you guys know about Calm. Uh, go to calm.com slash garden. Receive 40% calm. off. Com. Number one sleep and meditation app. You got Forrest. You got music. You got Jimmy Toscano. Uh, kind of grooving to this kind of stuff every yeah. single night. I will he say this. He's going to do his own ASMR. If you I'm going to do one, yeah. Yep. It'll put you guys to sleep very quickly. I am huge into special mic. stories now. I'm a big bedtime story guy. Hand up. I'll say it. I n- never knew I would be. I fire up a story every night. Some of them are informational. Some of them are completely made up, out of the blue. Either way, I'm falling asleep to it. And I would suggest it. 40% off com slash garden. Um, especially after – this game started late, so now the show's going to go late. I'm going to need to get to sleep even faster than I normally try to. 
so I can get up in the morning. Um, so yeah, com.com slash garden, 40% off. I don't know how long this deal is going to last, folks. I can't tell you. It could be gone tomorrow. So actually, that's not true. I think I think they're here all week, but um, <laughs> who knows? I mean, really, who knows? Great little yeah, last second Christmas gift. Your significant other would really appreciate something like that, you know? Quick last second gift. You don't have to worry about shipping. You're scrambling for a last second gift and you're trying to think of something thoughtful. There you go. Yeah, I love the sense of urgency. There you go, Jimmy. Check it out. Com.com. It's limited time only. One of these days, that link's just going to expire and you're going to be like, oh man, uh, I missed yep. my shot. I missed my 40%. Yeah, we're and we're not, we be, can't give it back are gonna to be you. DMing me. Yeah, give it a try. Give it a try. Help support our Premium sponsors, okay? subscription, guys. You don't even know support what goes our sponsors. on behind the premium paywall. Help us okay. help you. The, the more you support our sponsors, the more Bobby Manning you get. Okay? Yeah. Joe Sway, uh, I got a few, question. Two premium subscriptions, but I bet you his comment is his favorite one. I, I got to stop making that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I cringe. I cringe the first I keep, time. I wasn't going to let it. I keep using I it hoping that somebody play. will laugh, dude. Somebody in the comments. That's right? more of a. John's laughing. Yeah, you got on the last try. That's great. <laughs> when, you get, when, when Bobby calls you out, that's it. Um, I, I do know, have right? a, that's <laughs> that's the last time. I have a, um, I have a we'll question that fresh from last year for you guys. I actually mentioned yeah. oh, good. a week or two ago. Good, a question from last I'm gonna, year. I'm going to bring it up again this year. Does Jason Tatum need a night off? Are they no. running him too hard into the ground? Is he eating oh. up too many minutes for this group? Stop it. Do you know where he? Do you know where he what ranks? Supposed the, to do. You know where he ranks in the league in minutes now? Where? Third. Good. Nine. He's young. He's only nineteen. Yes. Let him play. Behind LeBron do. and like uh, who else? He's he's behind Miles Bridges and Russell Westbrook. Gordon yeah, Hayward, Westbrook is playing that many minutes. That's, that's crazy. I think Eme brought it up for a reason before the uh, before the game, talking about when he was asked about uh, him winning Player of the Week. He's he's like, hey, this is what I like. I, I sent him a text message saying that and this is Eme Udoka. You know, he doesn't usually share stuff like this, right? He's always the tough guy. So I think it uh, I think it speaks volumes for where, how, how he feels about his progression up until this point. I think playing all these minutes has a lot to mm-hmm. do with it. So I like yeah. it. What I would say is, is, if he wants to if he wants to rest a little bit. Uh, ride the bike less. You know, Ooh. you hate Just... the bike. I actually walked by the bike uh, coming off the court with Sherrod yesterday. I was able to give it a good inspection. The bike but, that he's uh, never. If you, if you're, if you were a better team and you had a better record and you could afford to like rest a guy on a on a night where you think you got a good chance of winning, I'd be a lot more for it. But like, at what point are you trying to like win some games and get in a little, get a little momentum yeah. going? You know, that's a that's the problem. I don't want to. I don't want to run. I don't want to run Tatum to the ground. I don't think anybody does, but like someone's going to play. I mean, no, someone's going to score. That's a reward. Isn't that, what, like, isn't that what we said last year too, though? We were like, oh, they're 500. You can't rest these guys. And then they just fell apart by the end of the year. You saw with Pritchard, Neesmith a little bit. That wasn't why they fell apart. Yeah. Well, Brown did. It wasn't, it wasn't Tatum. It was Brown. Brown, uh, Brown. yeah, he got hurt. So you can sneak in some of these lower depth rotation guys in for games for extended Look, stretchers and probably still compete probably survive tatum uh, this- needs a tatum needs a rest but they're just they're the same trap as last year they're just not good enough and they have too many guys out to ever risk 
you know, sitting here. Yeah. Or, you know, and that's the problem. Or just sit them all, like just, punt a game if you really got, want, I guess. They had four days off last week, Bobby. And about it's not now. It's not now, but for sure. I mean, you cannot do it now. But it's just something to keep an eye on because he is high on that list. Fourth, Gordon Hayward. Big big feather in Gordon's cap. Logging wow. heavy minutes this year. Yep. Good. He's, he's, good get, he's got to make up for a lot of lost minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's probably played less over the last four years. So again, what's yeah, amazing dude. is just going back pre pre can't do shit, huh? pre Celtics, <laughs> Hayward was playing 80 and 76 and 76 and you know in the 70s all the way through his career. And it's so weird that this just happened. He arrived in Boston. That imagine thing if happened. he stayed with the Jazz. Yeah. With everything that ended up happening there, Mitchell, Gobert yeah. reaching DP play of the year status. I mean, they might have won a title. Who knows? Right. Yeah. It's, they don't have Celtics knows? don't have That's a back to back until uh January sixth. So they don't it's not like their their schedule is not crazy. That's yeah, good. The they got two days they got two days off later this week, too. Yeah. yeah. Plus they this five game homestand was this this is this helps yeah. someone like Tatum, you know? So. fifteen to twenty right. at home. Yeah. And he's uh, balling out right. player of the week. I don't know. I say you right away. They they have to, especially right now. Um, you can give them off like I'm thinking like maybe Jan- how about this January second against the Magic. You play the 31st, the second, and the fifth. So you could give them the second off, and that would give them a nice like four or five days, and then you hope you can beat the Magic. How about that, Bobby? Would that make you? Would that satisfy you? I I'd be satisfied. <laughs> I would be okay with that. I would be okay with that. I would be okay with that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was just something I caught during the game uh, as he was logging the heavy minutes tonight. And credit to Embiid, too. I didn't think he'd make it 40. I was texting you guys. I was like, oh, geez, here he goes again, stalling in the 30, 40-minute yeah. range. But well, he got when he gets to the free throw line that many times, you know? Uh, right. why, why did, he had a massive shot, though, that little dagger shot. Why was there. Tatum yeah. so bad tonight? That's why the I was defense. thinking minutes. No, but why? I mean, you think it's just tired? The third game in four nights of 40 minutes? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of that. But I also think it was the, the Phillies defense. The Ivo, the way they were playing, the way they were switching off him. And I thought he did a good job of adapting and, and being more of the – or trying to be a better playmaker, but also making defensive stops. I mean, he was leading a, a full-court press for a little bit there, you know? Like, I thought that – He that was, was really good defensively tonight. That resonated. You know, it was – it was it made everyone kind of, like, stick stick to the, stick to the, the plan on, on defense, but – that wasn't the plan in the fourth quarter. We saw a different team on the on, on defense. Yeah. Nobody nobody really shot well in the Celtics tonight. Uh, again, Schroeder just in, in, invisible. Like with each passing day, I'm starting to wonder what Schroeder can we get for this guy. I just he, think he's I think he's really banged up. He was he was very very. Bad yeah, he just tonight. came off. He just yeah, Ill. he just came off of. He like, just he doesn't look. He doesn't look. He doesn't look himself at all. But but yeah. he, my, my not making is, excuses for him. He's obviously a flawed player at his best. He just he seems to be lacking a little bit of jump, a little bit of burst. Uh, he just seems off. Yeah, I'm I'm just out on him at this point. I I, I want to yeah, see a deal in the near future here. Richardson rolling. What a killer to see him go back in COVID protocol. You probably the, win this game for if the he's third there. time in eleven months. Yeah, and not to mention, um, and the Celtics, second time in friggin' five days, basically, the Celtics yeah, avoided the bombshell. What the hell is going on? The bombshell that we predicted, um, <laughs> the Boston vaccine mandate. They did avoid barely, it. barely skirted around the Celtics. That would have been like the final bomb on their season, losing a couple of guys to that. And, and as uh, it was written today, yeah, B Rob again, multiple Celtics players 
if people start locking it down, you know, in different cities, uh, you know, and it becomes a thing, you know, they well, don't have a Toronto game until like April. But I yeah. don't think it's going to happen now because I think Boston just pretty much, they just became the first city the to allow it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now the other cities are going to let these guys skirt around the rules that us peasants have to follow. Well, well I, so. I get it to a degree. There is no, it's an entire industry that doesn't survive if the players don't play, which yeah. means all the vendors, everybody in the stadium, the fans, all of that stuff, it all shuts down. Can you run a restaurant without a single waiter? Yeah. You know, like, but like, what do you, you mean it all like, shuts down? What shuts down? Meaning like if, if you're, if the players can't play, you know, they I can understand. play. They can play. No, if if Boston had said if the if stadium started disallowing, you know, unvaccinated, that's the catch twenty two though, because don't yeah, have to get that's vaccinated. what I'm thinking. No. Like, don't not not everybody's gonna pull the Kyrie, right? Uh, like most guys would look at. No, it I say, think most people would have done it. Or am I yeah, just gonna do it? Most people would have done it, but it would have been know, interesting probably, to see. Probably would have helped the Celtics in some way if they did go ahead and do that. Uh, if seven cases is a killer here, especially the G League guys that maybe could have helped you, like Hauser and. It's a mess, and what that's a bummer because you didn't get to see Hauser, for example. Oh, you, know? you would have seen a ton of them. You know what we have gotten to see, and I want to get, get uh, hit it a little bit is we we've now gotten to see a little bit more Neesmith, and again, it's kind of, you know, <laughs> all over the place. It's all over the place, man. I you know, and I know we need to see sustained minutes, but like he did make his dunk. He made his play of the year on that dunk. He did, but he can't shoot. He can't, he can't he can't he can't do the thing he's supposed to do he can't do it and and people keep saying to me because i keep complaining about it on twitter and on the show and all everyone says is he can't shoot john stop waiting for him to be a shooter like are we wrong is he well then if he, that's the case let him go <laughs> if he's like, what not, else does he bring in you shooter holy crap shooter can't shoot that's tough yeah. Yeah, but now I got you know some people are like, no, he's more of a slasher, you know. And Hans the, says here, and I, I know he's slasher. He's not. He can't yeah, dribble. Kind of reminds me of. It kind of reminds me of what. Not to say that these two are on the same. I've scale never level, seen him really. Jalen Brown was <laughs> Jalen Brown's rookie season, right? That's what that was the mo, right? Oh well, you know, you're trying to make him a shooter. He's not really a shooter. He's more of a slasher. But he worked on it, right? And Neesmith is someone that had way better three point uh, shooting numbers coming into the league than well, that's Jaylen the difference. Brown did. I mean. Again, not to compare the two, but you would expect him by a year or two or year two and a half or so to, to, for something to click here, you know? We, we knew the injuries coming in. There were setbacks, obviously, his rookie season. But, yeah, I mean, we're still waiting for it to all click. I, I don't know. Well, the difference is that was the knock on Jalen Brown going into the NBA is that he wasn't a shooter. That, that was, it was the praise on Neesmith was that he was a shooter. So that's the troubling part of this whole thing. Now, I don't think he's getting enough – opportunity maybe is the word or minutes or shots that to really prove himself or get into any sort of comfortability out there. Um, I liked, I honestly loved the dunk tonight. I know it's just a dunk and it, you know, can't really miss a dunk, but like it showed me that he had some, you know, he was aggressive, he a little like confident. He turned the corner there and just kind of had a nice little burst to the rim. And then he had another nice um, little like drive sort of, what do you, what would you call that? A little like step back fadeaway kind of thing. Yeah. Um, to the, you know, he, he, he around the free throw line, which was nice. But yeah, as far as your sharpshooter, three pointer guy from the corner, no, he's de- definitely not that right now. Slow so release. What, yeah. Yeah. Slow release. Yeah. So many times, though. That's the thing. 
Uh, yeah, and I like how he allows you to play out there. Even if he just takes a guy to the corner one more step than Schroeder would, I, I like the idea of having three wings on the court at all At times. what point do you leave him alone, though? I don't – it depends, you know. I, like, I think there's a difference between him and Horford. Horford hasn't drawn much space on the floor out there. Um, I, I just – from what I'm seeing in terms of looking at these plays afterward – he just gives you a little bit more spacing out there still right now. And you're right. He, they could get away from him if he keeps missing. I mean, he's but 23% this... from three this year. And at a certain point, you're like, yeah, yeah, we want him to shoot. You know? No, and I even saw guys in the lane on Richardson who's shooting 40% from three this year. So there isn't a real level of respect to Boston shooters uh, across the board here. Nobody is getting face guarded off the ball for the Celtics. Jimmy, you're and... getting a little close here, buddy. Sorry, I was just <laughs> I was looking at I just look at it. Oh my god. Shots fired shots. over there? Gunshots. Shots fired. Yeah. I was looking at my fantasy team. So you ever see, go inside. Go inside. You yeah, ever see that true. right, you ever see that impression that uh what's his name? I'm gonna mess it up. The Saturday Night Live guy used to do with the of the blind governor when he just kinda walk up into the screen. That's kinda what I Jimmy don't. looked like there. No. I didn't see that one. <laughs> Missed that ask it. What's his name? Yeah. Fred Armisen used to do it. Um Oh, okay. Anyway, he is a funny dude. Funny than anyone else on the show right now. Oh, he's not on the show right now. No, I know. I I said he's funnier than everyone else on the show right now. Yeah, Yeah. maybe Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson. No, that freaking Bowen Yang is freaking hilarious. No, there's some. There there actually are some funny people on that show. That guy is. That guy's a star. I don't know if I I don't know if I like how this is like 13 cast members. You know, I think it's a little too much. I actually do agree. There are some funny guys on the show now. Yeah. Not uh, all the skits are, hit, but the comedians themselves are kind of funny. Joe Sway's our comedy guy. He's got his. He's got it. Well, John too. Those two got the finger on the comedy game right now. Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, they're really. I'm always, we, I'm always they're great for comics, it. but it's just a, it's just too many of them. I don't know, but it's tough to, to let people go. You know, it's like I don't know. Can we like do a strength in numbers, Joe Sway? All right, guys, quick pause. We want to tell you about one of our sponsors, and that is INSA. We're welcoming back INSA. INSA. Yeah, exactly. It's one of Massachusetts' premier cannabis dispensaries, INSA, I-N-S-A. Their founders, Pat and Pete, they re-engineered the cannabis model uh, from what they sell to how they sell it. Uh, INSA dispensaries are inviting. They're modern. Uh, The staff are authorities on the science uh, they go in there. They can answer any question, difference between flowers, concentrates, uh, what you want to take for insomnia, anxiety, edibles, uh, hanging out with friends, whatever you want. They'll tell you exactly uh, what you need to fill your needs. Uh, world-class head chef there as well. And again, the founders, one thing we want to tell you about head them, they're chef. local. They're local. Uh, they're from They're from Western Mass. Salem. Yep. No. Oh, yeah. Located huh? in Salem, but there's a location in Salem. They're from Springfield. Bobby yeah, jumped the gun because the, the Salem location <laughs> is near his Stop house. But they're lifelong pals from Springfield. Um, there's a couple of uh, locations out there. One near the MGM Casino. You can also go to East Hampton, or as Bobby said, Salem. Salem. This is the thing. Not enough people took advantage of this, so we're going to tell you about the deal one more time. If you go there and you mention that the garden report told you to stop by, mm-hmm. you get a t-shirt for a penny. That's literally all you have to do. And then you get anything else you want there too. That's not on us, but the t-shirt is on us. One penny. You know what? And I have a couple t-shirts and they're very comfy too. 
So yes. go to in- get that green one. Otherwise, go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA for any uh, inquiries you have about anything else uh, going on. But if you want the T-shirt for a penny, just mention the Garden Report. Go get yourself some. Once yeah, again, ha- have a good time. Yeah, have a good time. Visit the various locations throughout Massachusetts or go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA. Can, can we do a minute on the guy we've talked way too much about this year already? Ben Simmons. Not you out can there do against sure. you, Bobby. It's your sure. What do you what do you yeah. got, Bob? So Doc was talking about him pregame. Uh, you gotta pull up the quote exactly here. But he's been asked repeatedly throughout the year about the situation, of course, uh, what they're gonna do with him. He points to Daryl Morey most of the time. But today, Doc finally kind of made a call for help there. You see the glaring holes that he leaves us, uh, was the exact quote Doc gave pregame. And in full, we don't know what we are yet. Ben hasn't played in a game. You can see the glaring holes that he leaves us. And, you know, he may or may not play. If he does, great. If he doesn't, then whoever we can get to help us. I've been saying this all year. Make a deal. I mean, this team, look at Embiid. How long is he going to play like this? And they're just allowing a 30 million guy to sit at home. I feel like something's going to break on that soon. You got the uh, yeah. meetings going on out in Vegas. You got the coach now making a more direct call for something to happen there. Uh, obviously, most of the league became trade eligible last week. Make a deal. Just get something. Go get Jeremy yeah, Grant. I mean, Go get DeJounte is- Murray. One of these guys that can help you right now. Those yeah, doc comments were soon. interesting because that was the think, first time yeah. you heard someone say something like Simmons or whatever we get for him. Right. When that happens, you know, <laughs> kind of yeah, like, are you, is anyone yeah. listening? You know, like he, that was, right. he was very clear. I'd you know, be furious he, if I was doc. Like, come yeah. on. We're, we're 500 here. We're floating around the middle. We might land in the play in if we slip up or get hurt yeah. here. Yeah, but yeah. Doc, I don't know. I think as someone who has that background, who's been in that position before, I, I think he's been patient enough. And, and I honestly, I don't, I, I don't fault him for being too patient. I guess is what I'm trying to say because at the end of the day, you know, this is trading season. You know, at the end of the day, guys' contracts, you can't really make the best move, the absolute best move you can make if 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 other teams are unwilling or unable to to put certain guys on the table. So I think this is just about the season where okay, time's up here. You know. You got the next couple of weeks here to figure things out. You don't want to wait until you're up against the trade deadline. But I think this is just just about right for this for these kind of comments to come out because of uh because of the situation with so many contracts across the across the league that are now you know essentially available for trade. Yeah, well, I, I mean, look, the, uh, if you're if you're a coach though, I mean, this is no different than like any job. Like you know, you're a cop or like you know, you're working in the newsroom. You know, we need more writers. We need more editors. We yeah, can't get yeah, our see, hey, John, we can't yeah, get know, our job the, done. We're no, we're, no, we're out what? there on the street and we don't have enough enforcement. Like whatever it is, yeah, you're, you're well, the leader. You want more. So Doc's looking at his team. He's not worried yeah. about patience. He's that's like, another thing. To, that's another layer to this, people, right? Because right, yeah, it's another layer. Because at the end of the day, this is Ben Simmons. This is a all-star this is an yeah. established player already so it's like i'm sure he's more than frustrated because this isn't one of like you know his fourth or fifth best guys this is one of his top guys supposed to be a pillar you know? i think so, it's mine yeah. nice so to you're looking at management like deal. i need a guy i don't have my right. guy so get me another guy like right. i get why coaches yeah, like, are frustrated here what what can they yeah like how could they possibly fire doc rivers regardless of how the season ends they they took away one of his best players they didn't give him anything like you know what i mean how can you even really gauge where this t- how good this Sixers team is 
You know, how do you even make moves in the offseason if Ben Simmons is, is you and know... Listen, I don't think they've been helped by waiting. You you had Karis LeVert and Malcolm Brogdon on the table, and you said no. What would this team look like that you saw here tonight with Brogdon and LeVert? You only get one shot to make this great. deal. If you, ex- if you accept low now... If you, it depends is that low? low? It depends which window. You, I mean, Jesus, we're talking about Lavert is trash. We won't. We don't want to. We don't want to give it. Right, exactly. You, know, you didn't want to give. You didn't want to give it. Levert you didn't want to give a TPE for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why? Why? I mean, Lavert. I never said that. Lavert is a really good player. Well, no, Bobby, if he can stay in the Bobby, damn court. No, I'm, and I I'm love talking Brogdon. more about. I'm talking more about Brogdon. Yeah, first and foremost. Well, no, you were drooling over Sabonis, and I'm like, Sabonis, I don't think is as realistic. You know, if you're not putting one of the main guys on there, and I'm like. Levert is someone that you could buy, you know, for cheap, and, and see what happens there. Another scoring weapon for you. Yeah, look, if you're if you're the Sixers and you view this as a thing that has a four year shelf life, you're thinking somewhere within here he either comes back and plays for us, or I'm Does able. Does it to, though? Or, Embiid, Embiid factor. Or I'm able to that. rehabilitate his image to the point that I could trade him for something of value. If you just give it away now, it's like okay. The, there's a little dip in the housing market. You freak out. You sell your house a year later. It's worth, you know, twice what you sold it for. You're like, shoot, I should have waited. Like, you can't just panic and sell for nothing. It, right. So I get their stance. It is just frustrating if you're the Sixers or you're the coach. Like, I just want something, you know. Like, you have to decide there's a 0.0% chance of this ever resolving itself over the course of four years to make a bad deal now. And that's why they're doing it. It's just I wouldn't take anything at this point. You you either convince him to play, even if it's a full year later, because that's better for you, or that is mindless. I think that's the dumbest thing you can do is try to get him to come back. Are you kidding me? Like this is overdue. Tried. They should have traded him two years ago, and they're still trying to get him to come back. And I think that is what's holding this up, John. They want him to come back and join this team. You saw the media campaign that Doc put out there early this year and the apologies and this and that. They want him back, and that's not going to help them. It's not going to resolve anything. It's not going to win them a championship. They need to make the right deal right now that's going to help their team that's out there and not dream for Damian Lillard and these, like – phenomenal packages that Maury thinks he can pull off here. This is Maury's arrogance to me. Like, he thinks he can either get Simmons to come back, which isn't going to happen, or he's going to get Lillard or something crazy for him, which isn't going to happen either. So they're stuck, and they're going to lose this year without a piece in Simmons' place. They Again, don't I, don't know if it's, I don't know well, if it's I, arrogance. This is the job. Yeah, I don't think it was arrogance, because I think at the end of the day, they try to get him back. but You don't think there's decent packages out there? No. I don't. I, no. I don't. I think no. if they trade him today for Jeremy Grant, they could have him. I don't know. I mean, that's the problem is you don't, don't know, know which of these. That's one of their main pieces right now, you know? Yeah. Like, and you yeah, have to remember, like Bobby, Simmons, Ben Simmons, Simmons hasn't better, been making man. the best example for himself as a leader, you know, to go into that situation. But you're and, you you're know, starting from scratch in Detroit. You're a team that doesn't have many eyeballs on you. Uh, he, he'll be just doing everything there alongside Cade. <laughs> That's the kind of deal I think Philly has to pull a trigger on here at some point. Maybe Sacramento. Do you get healed? Sacramento has always been like in my that. mind. Yeah, yeah. I think Sacramento is an option. Sacramento would just be perfect for Simmons. Just <laughs> fade off into oblivion and just never. That's where Tristan. players like Simmons are destined for Sacramento. Him and Tristan teaming up at the at – the, uh, Yeah, there, there you go. Get the whole Kardashian Ozy. crew Ozy. together. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we uh, show. they'll have a new reality show then too. 
Yeah, before we wrap, we do want to tell people again, uh, one of our sponsors as well, LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn Jobs here. Uh, if you mm -hmm. want to hire people, okay, this is a great this yeah. is a great start for you. LinkedIn.com slash garden. Post your first job for free. Uh, we use it at CLNS Media. It's great for small businesses to go out there and you find talent. Uh, and we actually will be posting a job for um, a Celtics intern uh, interns for the oh, uh, wow. For the spring semester, uh, we're so going to use our own our own speaking um, promo code for jobs. Yeah, speaking of well. uh, speaking of hold on, Bobby, I'm soliciting interns. That's how we so found these. Uh, these if gems, any of if any interns. of you out there, you're any college students among you, or you know any college students who are looking to, and you could do this internship remotely or in person if you're in the Boston area. Uh, please apply within. Uh, we'll yep. uh, we'll send email out Joe Sway. Yeah, <laughs> do not email Joe Sway. No. Yeah, email Joe Sway. Just tweet at someone. Uh, just slide into Joe Sway's DM. Just DM Bobby or Joe Sway, and they'll I had send someone, you my mind. I had someone DM me. Uh, Bobby, Bobby probably respond. I'm not going to. We will DM, do. I had someone sorry. DM me a day or two ago about uh, the CLNS internship. So there's names in the race. We yeah, are going see, to do much more approachable. There you go. Live interviews. So the way we're going to hire this person, we're going to have the final four contestants. We're going to have them on separately and they have to do a garden report and we have to see how they do and and the commenters will end up voting for the intern that's not <laughs> happening no <laughs> that would be unbelievable but as we say john john you have to yell at them you like you know just rip that their would be take unbelievable in internship see if you can go head to head with john it's not as easy, easy as it looks <laughs> yeah exactly just rip the rip the take apart and just go at it for five it's minutes. not as easy as it looks yeah, yeah. The, no the commenters can be as mean as possible if the, if the, if the to boy or girl doesn't potential break down intern. then they, they, they get it they get the job come out yeah because you need to have you need to have thick skin that to to you know to be the intern you know you yeah. could have a lot of thick yeah. skin you gotta crack so. jokes about all four of us <laughs> which is yep. fine but we talk about interns and yes no it's uh it's uh it's a it's a it's unpaid internship for college students for credit, uh, but there are paid positions here as well. And one of the more recent hires we've had over the course of the last year was a fan of this show. Uh, one of our great producers, Amit, uh, who oh what up, just kind of came at us watching this show. So again, uh, feel he free to reach out. You know what though, I got unpaid un unpaid internships are still sweet because if you can get credit, like man, that just frees up your schedule. Like oh, so it's so nicely. great. Nothing better than uh, internship in like your junior senior year of college. Oh man, that was great. I did a twelve credit internship for a semester, which was basically just work. Wow. I just worked, I just yeah, that's worked a ton four, of credits. Just worked forty hours a week, and it was awesome. That is like a that. ton of credits. It was awesome. Yeah. I did two two separate internships in college, and man, that was that was I both great semesters. Loved that because you're right; it frees up your schedule. You're like, this is a class, you know? Like that's so great. Yeah. Oh, I just that have to like I... log my duties today. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, so what did I do? Uh, I don't know. Sat around yeah. three hours. Yeah. And so they this... have to interview using broken Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh yeah. <God. laughs> you do. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, you don't done. get the job. The joke. We have to see you're, you're a struggling college kid, all right? So uh, if you're rocking the Wi-Fi is popping, we we like that. We like yeah. that. Yeah. I want to uh, shout out another former Celtics yeah, intern too, Every Tim Shields, getting married. I see on the timeline. Yeah. So shout out to him. Oh, what a great guy. Uh, Congratulations, Tim. And shout out to Amit as well, of course. Yep. Love Tim. Amit. Tim. Tim works on the Celtics post game shows as well. He's one of our producers. Terrific talent. Um, really. Uh, He's getting married. Also. See that. Started, you can pick up started as with an this intern. internship. <laughs> <laughs> right? People think you're cool. 
Awesome. Yeah. See you on this. What is this show? Scotty wants to know. I don't know. It's, what is this show? What is this? What is the point of this podcast? We usually it, conversation devolves oftentimes after yeah. uh, after losses. Forty five minute mark. Pickles and stuffing and comedy. We gave you guys forty five good minutes about the game in like Simmons. So anything right. else you can come after and you that can is literally gravy. Yeah, you can decide what I say. I have no original thoughts of my own. They're all written by my interns. <laughs> they just they yeah. just hand me cards they just hand me cards <laughs> yep they say, say say this it'll piss off bobby i'm like all right and i just do it can a college dropout join yeah sure why not sure i'm basically I actually thought john dropout. and i were going to get into it more tonight over brown the way There's I, another... john was talking about in the last couple of days um no i just think he's I'm not critic. It's not a criticism as much as an observation. He's rusty and his handle is like 2018. Hey, what up, Megan? What's up, Megan? Another Megan's terrific, awesome too. Another She's terrific looking... intern. Uh, no, Bobby. I, I, another intern. Another Bobby, I'm, story. I'm not at all. I swear it's not a uh, like. It, I'm not just being critical. I'm just observing. He, it's like 2018 Jalen Handles. He's very loose with it. It looks more rust than anything, but he is doing that thing where he kind of just puts his head down and goes into nowhere land, you know, which he wasn't doing as much. He was playing with his head up and a lot more control. So he's just looks sloppy. Looks like a guy who hasn't played a lot of basketball. That's all. I think because he's breaking his game down to the basics of playmaking, like both these guys are. And to me, over the last four games here, you were starting to see a stretch of consistency from those two in terms of prioritizing their playmaking, especially between each other. Tatum making that extra pass from the corner to Brown to his left there. Missed open three early. Uh, Brown getting lobs off to Rob throughout this week. Uh, I know Goodman reached out to me too and was like, Brown's terrible as a playmaker or as a dribbler, passer, whatever you want to call it. He's getting better. If you said... Over four games, Brown would average four assists. You take it because that's not something we've seen him. Yeah, do but before. those are those numbers don't tell the tale. He is not, he is not a playmaker by trade. Doesn't mean he yeah. is. That's he, why they're developing it. It does not mean he can't make plays from time to time. Of course he can, and sometimes he makes excellent plays. But for the most part, it's just not his thing. So again, four assists is fine, but it doesn't mean he's out there making a bunch of plays. That being said, he's been better since he came back. He's clearly looking to distribute more. Those guys clearly got spoken to by Ime, which is to say, in order oh for you guys, to, in order for you to coexist, we got to see a ton more, like exponentially more than what you normally mm -hmm. do to get each other involved, play off one another, look for one another, make each other better. You know, that's a big deal. It's obvious that he talked to those two because again. We've been tracking the stats here. The amount that they're looking for each other now is three and four times higher than what it was prior to uh, to Brown's last injury stint. So it's did you it's see no, that play noticeable. I sent? Did you see that play I sent in the group chat earlier where Tatum and Rob are screening for Brown? I think they call that horns when Rob dives and Tatum kind of flares there, and yep. Brown gets in the lane and loves it to Rob. You put those three guys in the same area playing off each other. That was the Warriors. You had Draymond Green in between there, the best defender in the world, and he couldn't stop that. Yeah, There is such so many possibilities that you open up putting those three guys in the same location, screening and passing and playing off each other on one side of the floor. I, I'm just 
it makes me think they've turned a corner. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it makes me think that they have turned a corner offensively as a team and as players. Um, I think I truly believe Tatum is has uh, improved. I think Jalen is trying to. I think Jalen is making an effort right now to do so. Uh, but I actually do think Tatum is improving, actually improving as a playmaker, um, you know, in, in, notice, in a noticeable way uh, right now. So, you know, kudos to him. I, that's, that's my take. That's my okay. take. Bobby, Bobby won't give it to him. I, I, I mean, uh, Jim, Jimmy won't give it to him. Uh, from, the, from the beginning, from, since, since he came back from injury, that's been his M.O., but, some but people, some people Brown don't think trying. it's a, Brown is trying. Some yeah. people don't think it's a worthwhile endeavor. Here's all I'll say for the people Boy, screaming, I... for the people screaming for a point guard. And listen, I've done it too. Ball, Lowry, Lowry actually second in the league in passes. By the way, total passes. Um, they, they're not available. The Celtics can't get those guys. They've tried. They've failed. You're not doing better than Smart. Maybe you can downgrade from smart to a pass-first guy who's a little more offensively oriented, but I think you get a worse player in that spot. Unless you go all in on a Lillard, and that probably costs you Brown. <laughs> smart, I think, is the best you're going to do at point guard. I don't think there's any way to upgrade at that spot right now unless maybe you take a guy in the draft who hits. And John, I know you were uh, big on Maxi. I know we didn't see him there today, but he's really falling off of Philly too. So that's another guy I look at. I'd rather have Smart right now than Maxi. I would. That's what I mentioned earlier. It's a joke. Uh, we lost John. Shocker. We lost John. You can tell his response was very upset with what I just said. Though. We can't hear no, you, No, look, John. again, the Maxi wasn't Maxi versus Smart. Like the, Max, the Maxi is the asset and what he could potentially become. You're talking about a guy who slid in in year two and was a, like a starter and a contributor to a, to a Philadelphia team, scoring 17, 18 a game. His shooting has dropped off considerably over the last, like, you know, eight to ten games. But this is still a guy whose arrow is pointing up. He's not a flawless player, and he's still not a knockdown shooter. But, I mean, we're sitting here debating whether or not Aaron Neesmith can tie his shoes, you know, <laughs> fast enough to get on the court and play three minutes and friggin' right. foul, foul four times. And Maxie's putting up 18 a game. So, I mean, the comparison there is definitely, you know, more what I'm trying to make and more of, like, taking a, rolling the dice on something. You know, if you're trying to make a deal and you're trying to bunch pieces together – you know, you need that up and coming player in that but for Brown. No, we, as we said, if you were the original trade I made, the original proposal I made was Brown and whatever else you needed. Richardson or smart there for Simmons, Maxi. I threw Curry in there. You know, oh, again, I, I don't Curry. That's what really set me off on that trade. You I know, but whatever. He is awesome, huh? Think about how much money that guy's going to get when he hits free agency. He's only making like seven million a year right now. Doing that out there, just hitting everything. Yeah, <laughs> doing that out there. Yeah, doing that stuff out there. Um, falling out. Guys, any final thoughts before we wrap it? We're back on Wednesday for Cleveland, and then on Christmas. That's Imagine right. Seth Christmas. Curry. Not, um, not quite, not quite Steph Curry, but he's in the. He's. You can yeah. talk about those two as a brother combo. He's yeah, out. John. Final, um, final thoughts, Josue. Yeah, I'm just gonna say keep let's keep an eye on the uh, Celtics backcourt in this one. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be a, a, a tougher matchup than most people anticipate. Um, you, you look at 
uh, someone like Pritchard to see if that, that momentum carries over. I mean, we're talking about guys hitting shots here. Someone here has to do it, right? Whether it's Pritchard, Marcus, maybe he gets hot from, from behind the arc. But I want to see them extend or at least establish that outside shot a bit in, in, in this one against Cleveland. They were very cold from behind the arc against against the uh, against Philly. So I, th- I think there's a good opportunity for them to sort of heat up a bit. You get a few days off after that, and then you go right into that Christmas matchup. You know, over in uh, in at Milwaukee, you know, close out this five game homestand on a positive note. So we'll okay. see. Yeah, Jimmy's Jim. been fiddling with something for a while. I don't know. I yeah, don't know what's and going it's like, on. was it wanna... squeaking? Did you guys hear like a squeak? I thought that was like the rats messing with Bobby or something. I didn't know what it no. was. Yeah. I will say uh, that Jared may have Allen. been my dryer. Jared no Allen. Evan Mobley, Isaac Okora on the COVID protocol for Cleveland. So they're then in the front court. That's normally an area where they can kill you. Uh, Mobley and Allen. Mobley and Allen. That's why they had to bring in friggin' Cornette. Oh, right. They're they're down all their bigs, right? You got to win this game. Garland's been awesome. I think if I had to pick a most improved player, he's been awesome. It's probably Darius Garland. There's probably a couple other guys in the conversation, but he sticks out most to me. Uh, he's one of, I think I heard Perk call him the second best point guard in the East right now. And they're third in defense as a team. Most of that was from those big guys, so they're going to miss that. Here. He's, he's, a, he's a potential all-star right now, the way he's playing. He's oh, been, definitely. Yeah. That's, that's Allen's, like, Allen's an all-star. Really Evan Mobley's the rookie of the year now, I think, if you voted today. So something's happening in Cleveland. And for the first time ever without LeBron, they have a team. They're going to make the playoffs. I know Colin Sexton got hurt. I thought they were going to fall off after that. But they have just continued to be awesome. I think they're third in defense, as I said, um, right up there with Golden State and Utah. Um, They are not an exciting team to watch, but you got Rubio. You got uh, Garland. You basically have like a Knicks-style team. Are the Celtics in team out? Bobby, do you think Cleveland rocks, or what do you think? Yes, I love the jerseys that they're wearing. Too. Are this are the Celtics exciting? You didn't get the reference. No, no I mean, listen, the, the Cavs are exciting if you love basketball and the team that grinds down the game and you know just edu- get some baskets here or there and does enough to win. They really do grind down the game to a halt defensively and just suck teams into the mud. Um, but in terms of like just a casual fan watching with flash and guys shooting and scoring and stuff, they're not oh, that okay. exciting. Yeah. Okay. I am. Um, by the way, Jim, hold on one second. Uh, J- stop, Jimmy. Say something. Hi. <laughs> I'm just worried about you. Hey, yeah. I'm, I, I'm listening. Record, I, I record, Bobby guys. break down the Cavs. Um, for the record, no, I mean, you said Davis final thoughts. Six man of the year. Give us something with Taco. Let me just throw out topics. Taco. No, I mean, I don't have anything to say about the Cavs. I'll, I'll see you how know, they. Jimmy don't talk about no Taco right now. Yes, he does. Yeah, he man. always wants it's, to talk about that, Taco. That still, that still hurts me that they couldn't make it work here with Taco. That hurts me like it hurts you with Luke. Oh, yeah, that's your guy. I forgot. That's true. Yeah, that hurts me like it hurts you with Luke, Bobby. So um, I'm hoping that Taco comes out and plays his game on Wednesday. As far as this game tonight, um, my take's a little different than Bobby's. I'm disappointed with it. I think this was a winnable game, clearly. Um, I think, again, you had Tatum, you had Brown. Uh, if, if those are your two superstar guys and you, you got to t- – you should want to take them against another depleted roster, and you should expect to win that game at home against a, you know, a rival. Um, I want to see this team start to beat good teams or better teams. You know, I'm tired of you know, beating up on the team. They don't, they don't beat up on anybody. I'm tired of you know, them winning the games against the non-playoff teams and then coming up short against the teams that actually matter. So to me, this wasn't a good, a, good ga- a good game. This wasn't a good loss or a silver lining. I'm not going to take that out. 
Um, I know that they're shorthanded, but that's the state of the NBA right now. I mean, find me a team that isn't, really. On any given night, you're not going to be playing with a full roster, so you better get used to it. Um, fantasy team is screwed. Yeah, absolutely. Fantasy <laughs> basketball is completely screwed right now. Oh, and fantasy football going in a similar direction. Not the cool. playoffs. Not Awful. Uh, Whole line so of worst. white. That's my take on this game. Ever. I'm on to Cleveland. We're on to Cleveland. They should That's beat it. the Cavs with those guys out. We'll see. They shouldn't necessarily beat anyone. We've learned that this year, but right. um, below five hundred well, again. Say, John, what do you got? Fringe playoff team. I guess that. Final thoughts, John. I, I, it's the same exact thing. Um, you know where which game was, was that it? Positivity. The, which game was it the other night that was like the moral the moral victory one? The Golden, Golden State. State. Golden State. That's fine and good, but when you've got a chance to win, win. And so you just can't piss these away. Every single night you can make a series of, you know, excuses. And right. it's this fine. One, you needed this one more than that. But it's fine. State. Like, I, it's a, they're, they're all valid. There's not, yeah. it, it's not like they're not valid. You're down. It's the third game in four nights. You're really, really shorthanded. You're one of the teams who's been affected the most by all of these. Oh, you lose another big right before the game with Rob Williams in a game that you're going against Embiid. You got to play Cantor 40 minutes. You won that battle in the sense that you got a good effort out of Cantor. That was pretty good. Really, I'm surprised. I thought you were going to be upset about that, that 40 minutes. I'm saying well, you had no choice and you did right. it. And you, sur- I wouldn't say you won. One is the wrong word. You survived. That's yeah. a win. Getting, he didn't even playing, follow out. Playing Cantor that many minutes and hanging in there and being okay. And Embiid did a lot of his work outside you know he yep. wasn't he wasn't killing him inside so that's what um, i said yeah freaking so, knocking down one so th- when it gets down to it and you got a seven point lead win the freaking game you know like right. you, at that point who didn't play and who's out and who's tired doesn't matter anymore you're now in a position to win you can't piss these games away you know so just win it you know there are no moral victories she's got to find a way to close these things out it's really really frustrating to it's be like, there and like and just of- and shrug your shoulders it. and be like, oh, yeah. they blew another one. By- At the end of practice, when they make that scenario, like, you're supposed to win that scenario, right? When they put a certain time on the clock, and like, all right, guys, down by seven. Like, the other team's not supposed to come back in that one. And, and I thought Philadelphia looked too comfortable doing it. It was, like, light work for them, you know, putting up this, baskets. This started, this is a trend. We're talking, going back to the end of the bubble, you know, us, you know, two seasons ago, carrying yeah. through all of last year with horrible late-game execution – horrible and getting your doors blown off late in games and then just seeing it time and again this year of just getting friggin wiped out you know with these late runs late in fourth quarters where you just literally stop doing everything and the other team just zooms by you it's that's the worst thing to watch there it's like what did you You know who they needed tonight what did you even bother playing 44 (laughs) minutes for you know Right. You know who they Bobby tonight? loves doing this. Luke Cornett, you already told us this. Earlier. That was number one. Let me throw another name in there. Okay. Michael Walker. Okay, come on. I, I, mean, I can't take this guy seriously anymore. I'm liking that deal more and more. I want to see what is yeah. I want to see Schroeder slip flip for something that can help you. I swear he's trolling. Bobby, what time are you going to – Kevin towards the Celtics on Saturday. Yeah, you think I have agendas. That looks like a fun game to – to talk about after <laughs> any uh any Kemba thoughts Jimmy before we get this out of here this guy I, I can't I, believe I'll say you this. just took that turn wow 
It was a pretty, in my opinion, pretty damning for Tibbs to have to watch Kemba go off for 29 points. I mean, did you guys talk oh my, about how? I how oh, my God. Replay. Oh, my God. I want to go to bed. I don't want to talk about two games ago. No, yeah. no. Jimmy no, wasn't here. That, no. You weren't here. I don't want to talk about it either. I you just, I just want to make sure that everyone knows how ridiculous, how bad Tibbs must feel and look. Kemba was looking at him. We discussed it. Um, I want to say this. It's too soon to, like, it, it's kind of too soon to be staring at the standings. But if you do look at the Eastern Conference, the Celtics are right in the middle of like six other teams on the fringe of I making know, the playoffs. But, like but they mean, might I don't, not. I don't, wanna, I don't wanna know because no, they were like four the games, games back of first place before the Cali, before the Cali disaster. So I know, but look at these are the games you gotta win because right now you're fifteen and sixteen. The thirteenth seeded Pacers are thirteen and eighteen. Like, you're not that far from there. You know what I mean? Like it's it's wide open in the East right now, and in, in terms of making yeah. the playoffs and not making the playoffs, like all it don't takes make is the playoffs. That's why this team frustrates. Hey, don't so be much, so though, sure. Don't be so sure, though. I am because Eastern Conference I will is so top heavy the way it was last year. Like it's this thing. I don't want to say it's wide Wait, what open. What do you mean by you know? what do you mean by make the playoffs? Jimmy? You might uh, you may, okay. You might like make get the, through the playing round. You might get to the yeah. Like playing round is if you end up as a nine and ten seed. I guess does that mean you made the playoffs or you made the play in? I don't think you're gonna be a nine or ten seed. I think you're. Why not? The Hornets. The Hornets year. are nine right now. It's or the Hornets are sixteen and sixteen. They were They're the ninth seed though. going into this game. Now well, the Celtics have a worse record than that. Um, Raptors are fourteen and fifteen. They're the tenth seed. Hawks are fourteen and fifteen. They're the eleventh seed. So you're. I mean, you're right on the fringe of it. These are all good teams. Yeah. That you're like you're, you're banking on you're banking on the like, Wizards to keep sliding yeah. probably right. So that's yeah, one I mean, team. like that's why you got a team like. The Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, top three right now. We're top four. Right. Atlanta's a wild card, huh? I mean, Atlanta's just been awful. We're just going to talk about and every team in the East. Expect- we're going to do No, that we're just – I'm just no, making I'm just the point to, that I'm just trying to, these are games trying to that stack you want to win. We're going to do a playoff preview. Okay. My God. All right, Bobby, why don't you scout friggin' Detroit? Tell me I about was, the Pistons. No, I was – no, we're talking about where the Celtics are going to land. I was Pistons and Magic are the only two teams The Toronto Raptors creep up, guys. What's going to happen? They are. They're right there. I was forget the other teams. I was skeptical the, of the Celtics. I was skeptical the Celtics <laughs> were gonna make that top six and avoid the play in. I'm still there, but I think you're like seven eight as you were last year. I think you're gonna get home court in that play. Is there game a huge difference it. between seven eight and nine ten? Can you comfortably predict no, they're falling? They don't even play well at home. That could Look be a one or two year. game difference. I know. Come on. Look at last year. You benefited very, by being home in that game. I know. It just doesn't matter. They're, I'm just saying they're somewhere in that 7 to 10 range, more likely than not. And you could sneak up to 6. And they're fighting for it. And, you, of course, right. you can sneak up. But, anyway. Uh, I think well, you're closer to some six. likely uh, first-round matchups. What do you think? You're closer to 6. We're going to re- – Joe Sway's messing with me right now. <laughs> you're closer to 6. We're done. We're done. I'm ready to go. Bobby, no more. I'm going to mute it. We're done. We're not going to go through every hypothetical scenario for the playoffs here. Jimmy just, brought it up. Let me just say my final thoughts from this. My final thoughts here. Bye. Thank you for watching, everybody. We will see you guys Peace. on Wednesday. Good night. Two yeah. days. Two days. We got some, we'll, we'll go through the whole playoffs in two days, I promise.